used to send salvos and volleys of messages to girls and online dating. The, they all used the fucking term wanderlust in their profiles. And so I would just say like, oh, are you feeling more wandery or more lusty today? How'd that work out? Zero percent. Zero percent. Zero percent. Because and and like, sometimes, sometimes you got to go with that. Sometimes it's got to be like, this is for the line, and I don't care how it turns out. The thing about that, though, is if you got one, mm-hmm. it probably she's is probably yeah, a yeah. super keeper. Like if she was like uh, more, lusty, if, if she was like more wandering today, but tomorrow maybe more <laughs> lusty. You're like marry me. Yeah, exactly. Winner, winner, <laughs> chicken dinner. For those of you who are just joining us, and by just joining us, I mean you have been here for about 35 seconds uh it's episode 79 of the handsome hockey podcast my name is jake across the table from me is evan that means we're not talking about the whale not right away yeah that's okay we're not traipsing very far away from the whale and then we're going to talk about the bruins it's you know a, a hop skip and a jump probably like two and a half hours by car i want to uh, you know if, if you can fly as a crow as the crow flies Probably like 20 minutes. I went on a rant at work the other day about how much, I, how little of a desire I have to go to fucking New Hampshire. <laughs> that's my, that's my Northeast <clears throat> comment for the day. Yeah. And I think that zero fucking desire to go I to New Hampshire. I think that many people in the Northeast would share that. Vermont. Um, yes. Maine. Yes. Connecticut, sure, I have I friends that, there. Massachusetts, that, been there already. I think that many people in New Hampshire would share that sentiment. Like, oh, I have to wake up in New Hampshire okay. again. If we have any listeners in New Hampshire, write in Handsome Hockey Podcasts or Handsome Hockey Pod at gmail.com. Let us know why New Hampshire is great. I would I would love to hear about it. And a, if we don't hear from anybody, we'll know that New Hampshire fucking sucks. I got a buddy buried in New Hampshire. Not joking. You got him buried in New Hampshire? No. Uh, he died in Illinois, but his parents were all about the New Hampshire, and I think uh, I think that's where he rests now. That's yeah. It's a much better place than Illinois. <laughs> I was just gonna say that's a strange transition. Like you go from you're like, uh, you know, uh, you know, our whole family lives in Illinois, but we've really got a hard on by the for this one random no. state shaped like a upside down V up in the Northeast. They, uh, I would say from a family perspective, they more like worked in Illinois and were still like of the New Hampshire of the New Hampshire, which was okay. that, that was a, a pretty constant thing in the Northern Illinois University academic cranks it was like oh i just live here <laughs> i i i'm not about this place i'm just getting a paycheck ah uh so speaking of illinois jonathan taves yeah he has since played his last game as a blackhawk uh, pulling to an end a pretty incredible legacy this is my sort of eulogy of captain Sirius as a disaffected former blackhawks fan uh because he was a noteworthy player no matter who you are no matter who your fandom is like you know you probably know who jonathan taves is if you've been paying attention to hockey over the last two decades and he deserves a lot of accolades and he deserves some criticism. Uh, but he played his last game in Chicago as of tonight and good for him. He got a goal. He did not get a win. He got an overtime point, which helps the Blackhawks like 0% right now. But I don't think a, a, another loss would improve their chances in the draft lottery anyways. So it does actually, if they had stayed at 58 points and Anaheim got a point tonight, right. they would have been the worst team in the league. However, Anaheim is now losing to the Kings. Right. And, so, uh, so, uh, so it would have actually helped. Huh. His legacy is scoring a goal that prevented Connor his Bedard. beloved team <laughs> from having the best odds at landing Connor Bedard. Yeah, like the opposite of the Lovey Smith classic. I'm not sure if you're yeah, a NFL fan enough to know that whole thing, but no. um, Lovey Smith, ex Chicago Bears coach for many years as the coach of the Texans won his last game as a giant fuck you as his team is trying to tank (laughs) and gifted the bears the first overall pick which they have then since traded 
But uh, yeah, for a king's ransom, a veritable king's ransom for sure. And uh, it's safe to say that if anyone gets the number one pick this year, ain't getting traded. You drafting Connor, and uh, and it ain't gonna be Chicago, and it ain't gonna be Columbus. No, if the um, other pundits are to be believed. Barry dad jeans will definitely keep Connor Bedard out of Chicago as he's a result going of the, to, he's going to Anaheim or Arizona. He's got to go to Anaheim. Like I, you, you can't, you can't sequester this young, amazing talent in fucking Arizona. Like put him in Anaheim. Just put him there. Just fucking invent some legal language and say, Oh, actually, you know, like make like the U S military and be like, wow, we're, we are stop lossing you to Anaheim right now this is just this is happening i hope that like there's like thirty six thousand balls for anaheim in the draft <laughs> and there's like four for arizona yeah. and one for chicago and somehow it's arizona and <laughs> and everyone pretending the whole time like how did that happen i don't know so by that math Detroit has like what a quarter of a ball in in play. Like let's, Lance Armstrong, let's, let's not make jokes quarter about of a ball in play. About scrotum cancer survivors. <laughs> just yeah, maybe not today survivor. of all days. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Jonathan Taves was a doted on star in the city. He was maybe the jersey that you bought because you knew that he was kind of like the steady leadership. You know, he wasn't going to get traded like Patrick Kane did. He was going to go down with the ship. And boy, has he gone down with the ship. He had maybe one of the worst years of his professional career this year. Um, <clears throat> barely played. Dealing with long-term illness as a result of COVID, most likely. And uh, this was a... a pretty gracious send-off it felt like you know they got to focus all their attention on him for one game and say goodbye in ways that in sports you don't often get to do you think he's gonna retire with the health issues with you know probably a hall of fame candidacy locked i'll say two things mm -hmm. one i think he's gonna retire i think part of it will be that with the health issues the free agent market will be super limited and mm -hmm. he's going to be like, no, I want to go to a contender and the contenders are going to be like, we can do better. Yeah. I think he could probably still be worth it for his face-off winning ability, especially in the playoffs. If he's like a three C on a good team making like two mil. Sure. I think he would play for the league minimum. I think like, I think, I don't think he will because he's sat out most of the, like, I think two of the last three seasons, he's a Winnipeg boy. So I kind of think maybe he just finds a way back there. But like his face-off winning ability is maybe one of the best ever. And I don't know if you're Carolina or, you know, one of these like really good possession teams that needs to win face-offs at a better rate. Maybe that's worth a lot. Who knows? The second thing I will say is... I think he's still going to make the Hall of Fame, but I wouldn't be mm -hmm. surprised if he has to wait a little bit. And I with the whole Kyle Beach scenario, yes. he probably should wait. That would be, you know, good karma. One year. Fuck and it. <laughs> two years. You know, as uh, as our friend pointed out, uh, his exit was a little fitting with no one talking about it and pretending like it never happened. Shout out to Tyler. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to do him one better and say... He went out as the last standing stool pigeon of bad management decisions. Uh, faithful till the end. Going down with the ship. Until management was like, fuck you. Right. And <laughs> and dispelled him like a silent fart into the night in the twilight of his career. And, uh, it, you know, such is the end for any athlete with the moniker Captain Serious. Like, it's never going to go out any other way unless you just, like, die on the ice. One can hope. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, that that would be O oh, Captain, my Captain. I mean, that, that's kind of that's that's kind of the situation right now. It's like O oh, Captain, my Captain. Let's we're, not we're, bring Dead Poet Society into this. Uh, you know, anytime a captain goes down, you you kind of have to, right? 
but uh, yeah, at, at one point he was maybe the second best hockey player in the game to to Sidney Crosby in their kind of heyday uh, Team Canada time together. At one point, Crosby like contacted Jonathan Taves to like make sure he was okay with Crosby being captain of Team Canada. Which, I mean, if someone has those crazy eyes, yeah, I would probably do that too. Second best player in the game? Is that what we're saying here? At one point, for a very short window. Like four hours? <laughs> I would say like 2013 to 2015. Uh, Cross, bef- like Ovi's always been there. <clears throat> for sure. This was also while he was kind of on a down spell. Uh, for sure. I don't even think he was the best player on his own team at that time. Points wise, no. Kane was always more impressive, but Taves was the, kind of the the it, the glue guy and the the corner worker. And if the, we're talking about a, not to interrupt, but mm-hmm. to interrupt, no, uh, I, I think it's this is the debate. I'm it, trying if to we're it, if we're talking about like importance to team, mm-hmm. sure. If we're talking about like overall skill and like talent, no. Yeah, it, uh, impressive talent, maybe not, but the dude scored at a pretty high rate during his apex. Um, whereas Ovechkin was having a couple of down years. And also, he had the defensive commodity that Ovechkin never had. Um, yeah, I am absolutely playing devil's advocate right now. Like, you're right. Ovi. Second yeah, like, best to Sid. like, well, and like, but Steven like, Stamkos existed at that time. Yeah, but he was like, also like probably hurt that whole time. Oh, I'm, I'm upset by this, this devil's advocacy here. <laughs> it's fitting that he played his last game as a Blackhawk versus the Flyers, who Chicago won their first Stanley Cup against kind of shows just how much has changed for both of these teams in the intervening years. And now the Blackhawks have sort of like come full circle in that neither Kane and Taves are on the team. They're absolutely rebuilding. That's when I first went to a Blackhawks game was like prior to them drafting either of these guys. Like I think like the, High scorer was like Martin Havlat. Oh man, Martin ha- Martin Havlat was he rocked. He was a great he hockey player. Absolutely rocked for. He had a good, ha- had yeah. a pretty long career, right? I just want to point out real quick that in 2013, Stephen Samkos only played 37 games and he had 40 points, mm-hmm. and then he had 79 goals in the next two years. So. I, I am going to boo your your point <laughs> of Jonathan Taves. Yes, this is my anti-Chicago hockey team bias coming out. And yes, I think I can also back it up factually. Oh, absolutely. I think it's a debate worth, worth having because he's been a controversial player in like how you rank him in the scheme of things. Like We can't go an episode without quoting The Athletic, but in their... Uh, 100 greatest players you know they put him they put him kind of solidly in bottom quarter whatever and i disagreed with it yeah and a lot of people disagreed with it and and rightfully so um for me i think his difference was kind of like about efficiency and doing small things that weren't exactly flashy winning faceoffs his shootout percentage was insane um Dude, dude could cover up sexual assault scandals like with the best of them. <laughs> yeah, and and you can't not, for a decade. You can't not talk about that. But also, was that not sort of part of his job as captain in a weird way? No, like <laughs> no, in a in the like corrupt, shitty boys club of hockey yes absolutely his job as club captain team captain is to cover up sexual assault but in the real world where like that shit matters sure no (laughs) and you're absolutely right and that's the duality that really makes his career controversial and and interesting to talk about 
um, I guess there's two dualities, like him and as a player. And then, like, as I was saying, he, you know, as Captain Sirius, he was a stool pigeon for management and bad management decisions with respect to Kyle Beach and with respect to how they've constructed this roster over the past five years or so. Um, so yeah, it, selling all your young talent was pretty wild. It was crazy. Just getting, yeah, getting out from under Alex Debrinket and fucking Kirby doc when they looked like they would be ticket sellers for the next five years or something like that. Yeah. It, absolutely insane. It was like, it and was then like getting, Stan, it was like Stan Bowman like rage quit the Blackhawks, and then getting almost nothing for Patrick Kane and absolutely nothing for Jonathan Taves. Yeah, literally, absolutely nothing for Jonathan Taves. I mean, I don't think that could have been helped. You know, that was all yeah, obviously that's circumstantial, but like illness, and I think still true. Well, I think part of the problem with the Kane situation too is he was injured. I mean, these are thirty something year olds, like <laughs> obviously not that injured. Because he's been real good with the Rangers, <laughs> right? And I mean, that could become a first pick. That could become a first round pick. You know, it, it seems like it's maybe trending that way. But yeah, three Stanley Cups, captain of the team, perhaps one of the best faceoff winners of all time. We'll be talking about Jonathan Taves probably more in the hockey community as as years go on and as he goes, you know, towards retirement if he doesn't retire now. So. Yeah, hats off to a storied career with the Blackhawks and thumbs down to his carrying water for a bad management and coaching decision around Kyle Beach. Like that's unfortunately forever going to stain his his mark on, on the league like I, that. You can't not you can't not talk about Jonathan Taves without talking about Kyle Beach, I think. And that's unfortunate. I feel bad for Jonathan Taves. In a way, I think. But he put himself in that situation. He did. Uh, he, he he put himself in set, that situation. You know, not unlike someone for a failing bank, like <laughs> tries to you know save face. Like what was the Jim Carrey movie? Mr. Liar, liar. No, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, where he's like propped up as like a, a marketing guy for a bank, like the day it's going under. It's not that extreme, but like definitely could say like Jonathan Taves didn't want to be a part of the whole Cow Beach cover up. Like he did not choose that. I think those decisions were made above him and yeah he went along with it he could have probably taken a, a stronger position and you know defended the dude but yeah it, it, these are things that we can't unfortunately be flies on the wall to accurately adjudicate unfortunately well he probably gets a christmas card from brad aldrich <laughs> <laughs> going from one of the worst teams in the league to the best regular season in the history of hockey friends the boston brands um, if, if there were a way to somehow make Bruins fans more insufferable, <laughs> let's just pump their tires. It, right now. it like. has fucking happened. Uh, <laughs> they have the best record in NHL history ever, um, ever, and like, it's, it, it's super impressive. Like, let's just call oh, yeah. it what it is. They it's, came out the gate doing things with the puck that like. Teams shouldn't do. There There hasn't been a lull at all. No, even when they for the Bruins. didn't have Brad Marchand, even when they have they sat players to play depth in the, for, like going towards the playoffs. And they've, and like Charlie McAvoy missed a big chunk of the year. David Krejci missed some time. Marchand, as you were saying, missed a bunch of time. Like, <laughs> This team, like, I, I remember doing our season preview and, and being like, oh, this is the year that the Bruins kind of fade. Like, they might have a strong push to the end of the year, but that like that might barely be enough to get in the playoff. No, best team ever. <laughs> yeah. Instead of what we predicted, they're like going to get a last dance documentary. Like this is. Uh, just like the fans, uh, uh, luckily we're close with a lot of Bruins fans or unluckily, luckily, I don't know. Eh, uh, they're okay. Yeah. But this year has sprouted a new phenomenon in that they're confused when they lose, which has been very funny. <laughs> the 12 times it's happened. They've been yeah, like, it's like, oh, oh, uh, uh, how, how, how? <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. 
so the the Bruins are 65, 12, and 5 this year. Even in the stupid ways that the NHL calculates points, uh, that's absurd. Yeah, it, it it really is on par with the 72 win Jordan Bulls. Like, they need that documentary. Like, I want to see, I don't know, like David Krejci, like, returning to the Bruins in, like, some sort of fanfare like at the beginning of the with season. with like the intro to the bulls that they had back in the day like <laughs> uh like the bruins the bruins have been sitting guys and resting guys and resting linus allmark and all they've done is win their last eight fucking games yeah turns out when you're that good at hockey it's really hard to just like stop being good at hockey there are teams that have had the best years in the history of their franchise and they're 22 points ahead of them yeah that's insane the, it's the, it's the, fucking bonkers the rate at which they have smoked the whole league this year is unreal and i, I for me like so they're not even the highest scoring team in the league like they're they're up there they're one of the highest scoring teams right, but the they're league. also really good at suppressing score they're they're second they're second in the league in scoring and they're a plus 128 goal differential <laughs> yeah with the uh, the fantasy number one goaltender in basically any scoring format it's fucking ridiculous yeah linus olmark i i believe i haven't seen the stats today but end of the season first in the league in wins Goals against average and save percentage. And Buffalo fans everywhere are like, yeah, we used to have that guy. Yeah. Whoops. There was a really funny kind of score bug error today while we were watching this game and the Blackhawks game and playing some darts. And uh, (laughs) the NHL app and also the bottom of the like NHL network. The, mm-hmm. the, the scrolling score sure whatever were both like delayed really long because of some sort of error and it was like when it was delayed the bruins were down three to two in the second period and then they like flashed to a highlight and the bruins had beaten montreal five four <laughs> and like whoops <laughs> you were like seeing this like real time error correction <laughs> it was very funny it's like oh no actually the bruins won again <laughs> another one another one oh uh, well you know what fucking good for them um yeah if they built the team the right way they're probably gonna have uh coach of the year winner in jim montgomery who's i mean talk about coming back from a bit of a black mark of a story in his career like he proves that hey this risk that Boston took on him was worth it. I don't know. I don't see anybody else winning the Jack Adams this year besides him. No. And, and if we're like being totally honest, like that shit usually goes to like, Oh, he's coach of the best team. Well, clearly, but like in this case, yeah, he absolutely he's the coach it. of the best team ever. Yeah. And it's best regular season team ever. And it's his first year with them. <laughs> Yeah, so I like I'm I am excited to see where this goes, uh, and this is actually kind of a nice segue into our talk about the playoffs. Um, playoffs? I knew it was coming. I, I that's why I gave the uh, the little mm-hmm. uh, the little pause there. Yeah, you set up the uh, for sure. But uh, as we speak here on Thursday night, uh, the East is set. Um, Islanders are in bummer <laughs> bummer for oh great boring hockey and that means that the Red Wings get their pick this year um, no most importantly Ilya Sorokin in the playoffs yeah and I, there, as a side note I was reading this really excellent article as all of their articles are uh, Shana Goldman in The Athletic <laughs> was writing about the Vesna and how if you look at it from like traditional standpoints, yeah, Linus Allmark is clearly going to win. Uh, but if you look at it with uh, 
some different markers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't faced shit. Yeah, he hasn't faced shit. He hasn't played a lot of games. <laughs> and there are goalies out there that mean way more to their team than sure. Linus Allmark means to the Bruins. Such as? Uh UC Saros and uh Otter. and Sorokin and are Sorokin, are the yeah. two. Um Sterkin. Uh yeah, like they they mean a lot, but like the only reason the Islanders are in the playoffs is because Ilya Sorokin exists. Yeah, because and because he's gone psycho mode. Yeah. And, and then they also have another really good backup in Semyon Varlamov. Like, yeah, like yeah, he's real he's a very good backup, but mm-hmm. like He's also only played like twenty eight games. Sure, but yeah. I mean that—that's what you need from yeah. a aged Simeon Varlamov. Yeah, and so and UC Saros. The only reason the Predators even remotely sniffed the playoffs this year was because UC Saros went fucking apeshit. Yeah, this he, year. Went, he went George Soros. And as, as <laughs> yeah, he he bought an indictment against Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and so but uh, hey, get it, girl. I love. UC Saros one because he's my fantasy goalie, but two because he's a short king <laughs> oh, and yeah. like he is a hyper aggressive goaltender who mm-hmm. makes it work. And he's now passing that torch in a weird way off to Devin Levi. Yeah, uh, well, Levi's got that back that ass up. Yeah. He does, uh, yeah. but he is also also short king and uh, have to say is leaning into the Star Wars fandom with his. Um, TV timeout Qui Gon Jin meditations. <laughs> um, uh, anyways, uh, so the East is all set up. Uh, honestly, the most important thing that you need to know about this is that Toronto and Tampa, that playoff series that has been set for like four months at this <laughs> point, uh, is is going to happen. It's and actually so happening. Yeah, we'll see if Toronto can fix their bugaboo uh, mm. against a team that has made the last three Stanley cup finals. Yeah. Good, good luck to you. That is actually relatively healthy. Uh, the thing about that is, uh, you know, Vasilevsky has not looked like Andre Vasilevsky this, that much this year. Yeah. He lost like eight inches of height. Uh, yeah. He, he's actually five foot two. It was like, mm-hmm. it was actually three guys <laughs> in a goalie. <laughs> just three, three raccoons in goalie gear. Uh, I, I support it. Um, but so it, that, that I think is, is the first round series that I'm going to be paying the most attention to. I'm kind of rooting for Toronto. Like let's, can we put this fucking old ass joke to bed? Like, can they, like, it doesn't. I seem, don't wanna. It doesn't seem like this is the year. I know. It's just. I'm tired of the Schadenfreude. Like I used to like root against Toronto, and now I'm just kind of like, God, can we? Can I stop hearing this shit? I root against all the Canadian teams, not because they're Canadian, but because I think it's really funny that the Stanley Cup hasn't been in Canada in like. Yeah, for sure. Thirty years. And and so, I don't I don't want Toronto to win the cup like uh, I will absolutely flip if they make it to the second round. I'm like, all right, now you fucking die. <laughs> if if they make it to the second round, they'll get Boston. And then, right, exactly. You know, right. and I mean, that could be that could <laughs> be an, <laughs> it could be an epic series, too, though, with a bajillion penalty minutes, no doubt. Yeah. Um, Half of which are Brad Marchand. I mean, you forget that Tyler Bertuzzi is on that team now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if they're giving out penalty minutes for not being vaccinated, which they should, <laughs> uh, he's lucky he'll be able to cl- cross the border this year for the playoffs. Also really cool, uh, the Seattle Kraken are making their first playoff appearance this year They in what has turned out to be a relatively stacked Pacific. Yeah. Um, so- Everyone uh, talks heavily, shit about. very heavy at the top. Like the sure. bottom four teams are all shit. Um, but like the top four teams are actually all really solid hockey teams. And so, oh, absolutely. Um, Seattle making the playoffs is awesome. They are, um, the West is not fully determined as of while we're speaking. Um, it but hasn't been won yet. It, the West has not been won. Uh, nor is it all quiet on the Western front. Um, uh, 
and we are sitting here waiting for the evening evening reddening in the west um <laughs> how many more book titles can we throw out here i don't know you're the english uh, this is this is your job but yeah it, it's been awesome Fievel goes west <laughs> it's been awesome to see <laughs> the kraken <laughs> too <laughs> you know like in some ways their development has really i don't know paralleled but also been in opposition to what vegas did i mean obviously vegas and the kraken are going to be talked of together for a very long time uh but it seems like the kraken are going to be a little bit more sustainable in their success they've got prospects coming up they're not trading everyone that is like you know loose change for whatever they can get for them at any time um they're actually drafting players like they're making the playoffs with Shane Wright in the minors um that that's a good trajectory yeah the west is going to be wild uh we're going to get the devils and the rangers which sounds like a lot of fun can't uh, wait the rangers have been loaded for bear since the trade deadline and yeah. uh, i think i believe they're the highest scoring team in the league since then the tunnel series uh <laughs> The not the channel series, the tunnel series, <laughs> the soprano series. Um, the we got here in Jersey, you we, we were in Jersey, we're not New York. It's an important distinction <laughs> between Jersey and that fucking megalopolis to the north, the Gabagool series. Yeah. Um, first place in the West is actually still up for grabs. Edmonton, Vegas, and Dark Horse, Colorado could all uh, make it. <laughs> Surprise, Colorado, still good at hockey. Yeah, yeah. even without, uh, uh, well, this is skipping a beat, but yeah, uh, go for it. Gabe Landeskog out for the playoffs. Yeah, if you're like a new hockey fan, you got to be wondering like who this guy is. <laughs> they keep talking about him, but he's never played a fucking game. Right, it's like, it's like he's returning from injury like Goku, returning from death. Why is he the captain of the Avalanche? They've got Cal McCarr and Nathan McKinnon. Who is this fucking guy? Right. It turns out he's also good at hockey. Yeah. Uh, just not currently playing it. He's he's not good at playing hockey this year. Right. He's Every been, year prior to, quite good. It's not like he's injury prone. He's just been dealing with a lot of injuries. Turns out when you play at the level that he has been for a very long time you get pretty fucking injured and um it, when you win a standing cup then you need spa time and you need to heal all your injuries and it's taken him especially long on the opposite side of the spectrum from the playoffs is tankathon mm -hmm. or as evan has aptly titled it suck hard for bedard mm -hmm. yeah it, like, um Whoever blows hardest receives the biggest payload. <laughs> the 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 bottom is set. Uh, Anaheim has officially finished with the worst record in hockey. They will have the largest chance at getting the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. Congratulations! You're the worst. Chicago is now in now finishes in second. Well. Second from the bottom. Mm -hmm. uh, that's. Uh, do you get silver turds? Is that how it works? <laughs> um, they, uh, the Chicago Hawk team now has the best odds to get Adam Fantilli. Not exactly a terrible consolation prize. Mm -mm. Um, Columbus, San Jose, Montreal, Arizona, Philly, and Detroit uh, round out the bottom eight, so to speak. I want Max Chaos. I wanted to go to one of those teams. Like I think if uh, <laughs> either and like give me just straight up down the middle Anaheim or give me fucking Montreal Philly or Detroit like, I, that I, would be great. I would love. This is how I want it to go. Well, no, how I want it to go is Detroit number one. But like him just to go to. I think Max Chaos would be Anaheim, Detroit, Arizona. Yeah. And, and then all of the moneyed franchises behind them. Yeah. And then Chicago can come in, Santa, whatever. But like 
Detroit getting Adam Fantilli would just be like I'd have a I'd have a boner for like <laughs> four days. You just uh, but knowing Eiserman, he's like, no, we're gonna take this right shot defenseman who's ranked like eighth in the in the Kazakhstan yeah. uh, Liga Two. Yeah, it, it, like if the Adam wins- Fantilli wouldn't even have to like move locker rooms barely <laughs> yeah if the wings somehow and he could be besties with uh andrew cop and dylan larkin um he's not already i'm sure yeah. they've met well i feel like Aunt dylan larkin is basically his age <laughs> like, right yeah they're uh they probably Lark- drink together uh, yeah in canada i mean it's a quick it's a quick drum a quick drive what was the uh the recent call-up for minnesota from the university of minnesota and brock he, faber yeah brock faber and he's like the dude cheering behind a capro caprizov goal like earlier yeah. in the year and it's like oh yeah now they play together yeah so I, I mean obviously we'll get the draft lottery at some point in the next couple of months what'll probably happen is the thing that i hate the most which means somehow detroit will slip to like 12th <laughs> And I, I turns out Detroit made the playoffs this year. They just didn't actually play in the playoffs. I will stab. (laughs) I will, I will stab someone. And you won't hear about it. Stevie Y will make everything better. It's okay. He's like the salve that makes it all good for Detroit fans. Uh, You know what else is all good? We're closing in on a usa canada women's world finals as it should be as god intended right god intended the u.s and canada to meet in the finals of every women's tournament ever until said day when the world is actually ruled by the Finns, and they can pull <laughs> from every nation on earth except for the u.s and canada they finally figure it out and just spring the trap yeah <laughs> and they're like we've been we've been here all along yeah <laughs> and uh, joining nato is just the the opening stage. yeah yeah they like they, their beautiful prime minister is just sitting there like <laughs> i'm gonna be so drunk when i invade you that meme of the like white out picture it's like click every square where there is a finnish sniper is actually just the world <laughs> stop us if you've heard this canada defeated the u.s by a goal <laughs> in this yeah. tournament already however the difference is that uh usually canada beats the u.s by a goal in the finals they did this time earlier in the tournament and that means that USA wins. That means the USA wins. Yeah. Automatically. Automatically. Um, sorry, Chechia and Switzerland. Y'all are out. Sorry, Europe. Hmm? You're out. Um, it, 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 this is a North American sport <laughs> for North American people played by North American women. Um, the, the U.S. went with a relatively surprising uh, youth movement for this tournament. So the fact nice. that they're in the semifinals... Is still to be expected, but at the same time is really nice to see because there was, you know, we've seen some retirements lately Mm -hmm. or recently from the, on the U.S. women's side. Departures of Hillary Knight, Brianna Decker have opened up new avenues for playing time and in has stepped several interesting stars. So good for them. Uh, the the tournament's playing out over the next couple of days here. So um, (laughs) actually by, by the time that this hits hits uh your your podcast platform we'll actually probably know who the gold medal game is but uh i think we already do yeah but if if you've been listening to the last five to ten minutes it's gonna be the u.s and canada and it's who you got uh if you don't if you ain't down with mpp no i'm just kidding uh (laughs) no uh you know with the U.S. already losing to Canada once, that's usually how it works. So they should uh, they should come out on top this time. And Canada's had the U.S.'s number right the past couple past couple of years, yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, so even with you know some really awesome lineups from the states, they just haven't quite made it over the top. But uh, yeah, uh, I think every part of the equation says this is their year. Uh, yeah. So fuck Canada. Go USA, and if you're my buddy from work who is from Edmonton, that fuck Canada was for you. 
It just occurred to me that uh, the Bruins playing Florida will just be buoyed by all of the snowbirds. Yeah, it's it, it, the only way it could be if like Detroit played Arizona. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Uh, like that's 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 your right. snowbird you got, you series. Got so many fucking barstool fans in florida just, oh god uh, these are gonna be these are gonna be effective away games for the panthers yeah <laughs> speaking of the panthers yeah this is maybe a slightly old news at this point the effects of said news are slightly less old uh but keith kachuk father of matthew kachuk and i mean most importantly brady kachuk but uh matthew kachuk of the florida panthers called them soft in the media perfect amazing love it um and yeah of course they're soft they're cats you know i feel like that's a misnomer honestly like because an actual panther not all that yeah soft and cuddly yeah uh well it depends i before i deleted all my social media i watched a video of a bunch of tigers that had been nursed since birth by a golden retriever and they thought the golden retriever was their mom and the golden retriever would like bark and snap at them and they would be like and they'd be like oh i'm sorry yes, mom. mom i'm sorry mom despite the fact that they outweighed her by like 150 pounds and have teeth that could puncture her entire body <laughs> um yeah cats will be cats man like even giant cats like to sit in slightly less giant boxes <laughs> uh so correct uh we are kind of we're we're seeing a thing where uh one so we'll just let's let's just say call it like it is Keith Kachuk should just shut the fuck up let it let us let us kids be in the spotlight i who sure. who asked whoever asks former <clears throat> athletes opinions well, they're, a they're lot wrong. of a lot of old men get asked their opinions on current hockey, and uh, like I, I don't know if you heard about this. Like Adam Oates w- had a kind of line about working with Trevor Zegris and stuff, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm trying to get him to be more skill and less Instagram skill." Like the old men in hockey, we are ever present for better or worse. For I, worse, I, generally it's for, worse, for worse, but. The crazy thing is this worked like the Panthers righted the ship after this rot the ship. Yeah, uh, I think that's not how that's no, not I think it's word, I think yeah. I think it's right. Like, yeah, no, I, it is it, like I just wanted to s- pretend like there was a different. <laughs> yeah, I just want to pretend to, you know, own the English major. Um, I want to just pretend to be like <laughs> six foot eight. But, you know, that's not working out. Yeah. I mean, I'm closer to five foot eight. So, uh means you fit places better <laughs> yeah so if we ever needed to we could fold you in a suitcase the, yeah suitcase that fits a giant ass <laughs> did this not work like the panthers went figured on it out um yeah their coach had to throw an epic fit and i think he got he got tossed from a game too right he's such a bad coach yeah i think it is sort of palmery sucks for sure. Uh, I think they are succeeding in spite of him, just like I learned pre-calculus in spite of my teacher. Um, Wait, you learned pre-calculus? Yeah, but we had this, like, stupid teacher. Whoa. And he, it, it, like, we learned more correcting his mistakes trying to teach us than we did from him teaching us i legitimately got through college algebra and didn't have to take another math class it was great lucky guy yeah well i took two stats classes in uh, i never took stats i took two stats stats isn't real math <laughs> let's sidebar stats is bullshit well i mean okay stats could instantly be more applicable to anybody if you just talk about gambling yeah it's like, what's the R value in the F? It's right. No, don't it, talk to me R value. Talk to me fucking over under. Yeah, and like, and and parlays. and fuck off with your bullshit is yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, like, it sucks that gambling is so 
present and only going to be more present. So, you know, yeah. universities need to teach us how to fucking deal with hey, this. Kudos to the Premier League. They just banned uh, betting sponsors from being Jersey or betting companies from being Jersey sponsors. Good. Maybe yeah. they should also think about betting Saudis from owning teams. Yeah. Uh, the whole fucking world should ban Qatar and the Saudis from owning teams. Um, and yeah. Yeah, oh, uh, I'm going to avoid that tangent and just go back to the script and say, hey, you know what? We already talked about this, but Gabe Landeskog's out for the playoffs. Yeah, poor guy. Uh, Turns out it sucks to miss the playoffs. Thank God he already won a Stanley Cup. Turns out it also sucks when you toss a crippled person's wheelchair down the fucking stairs at an upstairs bar uh, because then you get dismissed from the team at... Mercyhurst. Mercyhurst University. At Mercyhurst. May may also be a hospital. It Uh, may also be a convent. Yeah. Uh, Carson Breer is no nun. That's for sure. Because this is his second team he's been dismissed from. A, the first team he was dismissed from was like Arizona State. Do you know what you have to do to get dismissed from anything at Arizona State? Right. You don't Uh, even have to go to class and they're like, just give us your money. It's fine. Yeah, uh, it, it took skill and determination on his part to be dismissed from both of these situations, which if you know like who Danny Briere was a player, like not that surprising. He's a twat. Right. <laughs> and uh, I don't use they, that word very often. I should use it more, but he was a twat. Well, yeah. And like, I wouldn't even use that word on Carson because that's disparaging twats. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best thing we got going for us as a humanity um (laughs) but yeah um i'm glad that this guy has gotten what he deserves because so many people don't he's gonna be an investment banker within like the next (laughs) two years and he's gonna make he already works for fucking blackrock capital or some shit he he's gonna Speaking of stupid, Luke Hughes made a whole fucking team look stupid on the way to his first career NHL goal uh, in overtime to win the game. He dances around an entire team and then like shoots on goal. There's a rebound. He gets his own rebound and does a wraparound to win. To all of the people who have scored their first NHL goal by it like bouncing off of their (laughs) scrotum or their butt or their elbow... Uh, the, uh, the guy for the Red Wings has two of those, right? This is how you actually do it. Uh, Luke yeah. Hughes, uh, you know, just finished his college hockey career a couple of weeks ago. Uh, sadly, demora- demoralizingly in the semifinals of the uh, Frozen, Frozen Four. Who do they lose to? Is it Minnesota? Kanipiak. Can- they lose to Kanipiak, who ultimately Ooh, went win. on to a absolutely just ballsy win over minnesota like it's you they pulled their goalie with three minutes left it's the second year in a row that that michigan has lost to the eventual champion yeah in the in the frozen four no shame in that uh they're great no there is shame (laughs) i mean just kidding i think everybody's happy for quinnipiac right no i i understand michigan fans are not happy (laughs) the the whole i mean they haven't won shit for so long but while being good hanging around and you know who who are draftees on quinnipiac like Uh, well you know what i'll uh, here's here's my my white flag here's the mm -hmm. fuck them (laughs) uh go blue we're a hockey school but there's there's no shame in winning or losing to the eventual champion two years in a row uh great program it and it's been one goal games both times, right? It's going to be real funny when Adam Fantilli decides to come back for his sophomore year for some fucking reason and scores like 85 points next year. <laughs> that would show the Hobie Baker voters like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to turn my amps up to 11. <laughs> we're just we're just going to give it to him again, right? Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He already had like a historically good seasons for one of college. The, one of the best uh one of the best freshman seasons ever and one of the best college hockey seasons in the last like ten years. Right. I I think in Puck Soup they said second best draft eligible season to Jack Eichel's ever. No, he actually had a better points per game than Jack Eichel. 
on a better team. Eichel played for a stacked Boston team. <laughs> was it stacked? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, this was something they debated. Sorry. So, Sorry. Boston team. Um, Luke Hughes looks like the truth. Do you think he plays in the playoffs then? That's a good question. Yeah, I think he plays in the playoffs. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. But with that, uh, our next episode will be will be neck deep in the playoffs mm-hmm. uh, and we'll 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 tell you all about them we'll tell you about the end of that women's world tournament that'll happen this weekend um we'll also tell you which team carson briere gets dismissed from next um my guess is it's not quinnipiac it's gonna be our b league team yeah well let's give him a jersey and then just take it right back from him absolutely and, be like, throw, and then be like his jersey down some stairs and then be like wait actually you're really good if you want to play for our beer league team <laughs> that'd be fine <laughs> um thank you as always so much for participating in this podcast we are somehow uh closing in on three thousand listens uh despite the fact that we really know almost nothing about podcasting so <laughs> it's uh it's it's it, it's silly to us that 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 we have been listened to that many times and we are thankful for each and every one of you. This has been one hell of a ride so far. Uh, we're about to hit 80 episodes, which is also kind of silly and mysterious. Um, Mm -hmm. but we, we, uh, we enjoy this and at least like 2,900 of you enjoy it as well. And well, now there's probably a bunch of you who are like, nah, I'm not listening to that. Shit <laughs> I'm going to return that. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> can I, can I, can I take that back? I got four minutes in. It doesn't count, right? No, it counts. <laughs> I hated your music. Yeah. You can find us all over the internets. Um, well, you can find Evan all over the internets. I'm taking a step away, but, uh, handsomehockey.com is our website. You can find all our episodes there handsome hockey podcast on instagram uh at handsome hockey on twitter or handsome hockey pod at gmail.com handsome hockey facebook page um that's that we call it a facebook page because it's a page that's on (laughs) facebook and we also have a youtube channel which evan has been dutifully updating yeah it's uh, somewhat it's might actually be current (laughs) it is current until we put this episode out in the next couple of days so thank you so much for listening to us we don't understand why but we're very thankful for it because like the panthers we're pretty soft um (laughs) uh, (laughs) soft and cuddly yeah i i i I love cuddling. No, true story today big cuddler yeah true story today i was going to set an alarm for my nap so i hit the like hey google button i then said to my wife hey i'm just i'm just gonna be here taking a nap if you want to cuddle and my phone said oh cuddle times are the best times (laughs) (laughs) and i was like i gotta play around with google a little bit more this is great (laughs) but uh um if you're out there listening, uh, if you don't have somebody to cuddle with, we're really sorry. And We'll cuddle with you. Uh, just drop us a line and we'll be there. There's a cat somewhere around here that will definitely cuddle with you. Um, but as I learned earlier, if it's on your lap, you are not allowed to move. Yeah. Um, even if it is to turn the lights on in a very dark house. Mm-hmm. And, there are rules. Yeah. And as always, stay handsome, everybody. Restez beau tout le monde.